thank you, God. Thank you for this. This is an awesome opportunity, and I appreciate having this opportunity. Um, don't know why you picked me. I'm not good on stage, but let's go for it. Um, make this message yours. I made it, but I, I may have typed it out, but you, you're in it. So that's, that's what I have to say. Amen. Um, Hi, Will. Hey. <laughs> uh, so for those of you who are like newish here, I, this is my second message ever. I don't have any training at all. I just was asked to do this, so Thank you. bear with me, please. <laughs> um, the Israelites were in the desert for 14, roughly 14,610 days. Anybody done anything for 14,600 days? D? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's more than I've been alive. Uh, let's see. Where, uh, that was just what I wanted to start with. Um, who are you? Who, who are you if a random stranger walked up to you on the street and asked you, who are you? What is your answer going to be? What a, why, why is it I'm a mechanic? Why is it my name's William? Why is it, why is it those things? Why is it never, uh, not never, but why isn't it I'm a Christian? I go to, I'm, 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 I'm a Christian, I love the Lord. Those are the answers who you should be, who I think you should be responding with when, you're ask, when somebody is asking you, who are you? Because that doesn't just say, oh, I know how to turn a wrench or, or some, some, something my parents named me. It says so much more than just that surface level answer. Um, I'm a son of God. That's another good answer. Um, so, when we answer that, we need to answer that with enthusiasm. Do you know what enthusiasm means in Greek? No? Okay. Um, I'm going to go for Google for this one because I think Google is pretty cool. Sometimes. Greek definition of enthusiasm. According to vocabulary.com, the noun enthusiasm comes from the Greek word enthousiasmos, from enthous, meaning possessed by a god, inspired. It was originally used in a derogatory sense to describe excessive religious zeal. <laughs> there it is. That is what everybody should want to be. It may have been a derogatory but guess what? That's the best derogatory I've ever heard. <laughs> Anybody who doesn't want to be enthusiastic, I don't know what to tell you. Um, so, the, going back to the Israelites, we're in the desert for 14, roughly 14,000 days. Do you think they looked at that and said, 
Well, they didn't know that they were going to be out there that long, so how could they have said, well, we're going to be out here for so long? That's, that's what it is. No, they were like, one day, uh, one more day, we're, out, we're going to find it tomorrow. We're going to find it tomorrow. We're going to get out of here. We're going to be good tomorrow. And if we did everything enthusiastically with that one more day attitude, I think we could all experience a, a life of, well, enthusiasm and filled, filled with the uh, hope, you know? Um, and if you do that, as soon as you start in the morning, filled with the Spirit of God from, for me, three o'clock in the morning, it's pretty rough <laughs> till... Well, sometimes I make it till four. <laughs> it's all my wife really making it till four. Um, she's so amazing. Uh, sh- I, I make it till four one day, but if I do this again and again and again, maybe I'll be filled with the Spirit until six o'clock at night the next one day. Filled with the Spirit all day long is an amazing Plan. Nah, plan is not the right word. It's, it's, it's how we should strive to live our life from as soon as we wake up till we hit the, hit the sheets. We can, we can do it. Jesus did it. It's a part of, it's in all of us. Um, in Psalms 34, where, where was I? Okay. Sorry. Um, yeah, a little bit of supporting scripture is in Psalms 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. That's something that we can do. We can, we can wake up in the morning from the morning, from time the alarm goes off at all times. His praise shall be continually in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let me humbly hear and be glad. It, just, just praising the Lord, as soon as we wake up in the morning, will make us glad by the time we're off work, by, by the time we're ready to go to bed. So, and then again, a little bit more supporting scripture is Psalms 44. Uh, 44, 8. In God we have boasted continually, and we will give thanks to your name forever. It says it. We, we can do this. It's a forever thing. This is kind of a continuation off of everything over the past two months from Pastor Chris. He's been teaching you, read the Bible. That's going to keep you... If you wake up and read the Bible, you're going to be happy. Be, uh, gl- glory is to God. You, um, you got a uh, booklet from last week? Sorry. Sorry. 
Is it? Does anybody have a book up from last week? Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> he, he outlines it as feed your spirit, build your faith, speak the word, control your thought life, strengthen your, yourself through praise, praying in the spirit, and um, dump your baggage. And I'm saying... Do all of those things every day. Because just the baggage from yesterday is enough to weigh you down. Just the thoughts from yesterday is enough to, weigh, to become baggage. Building your spirit, bu- building your faith every day. So do, the, do one more day of building your faith, building your, feeding your spirit um, is one more day closer to God, one more day closer to heaven. Um, and how do we do all of that in today's world? <laughs> well, with help from Jesus. Um, help me. <laughs> uh, we live in the world, but not of the world. Um, that... Somewhere I've heard that, and I don't know. Um, it's in there. It's in there. <laughs> um, but we live in the world and not of the world. Has anybody, just a quick yes, no, have you seen Jesus' revolution yet? Yes. 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 So good. Um, trying not to do any spoilers, but... The, there's some, well, it's real life, so it can't really be spoilers. <laughs> um, it's about not, not, not judging, but, and not tolerating, but to, Help those who aren't like you. The, the pastor in the Jesus Revolution is the stereotypical 1960s suit and tie guy. And he meets the hippie, hippie Jesus freak. And they make a wonderful outcome together of praising the Lord and bringing people to Jesus. So, um, and how did they do that? They were able to do it by not, um, I'm going to just read it word for word. I don't think they're saying to practice tolerance or to not judge or to not judge, but to judge them and tolerate them through the perspective of your own blind sinner eyes. Then help them one day at a time. That's where the one day comes in. (laughs) Um, Find the heaven that 
what I said we can't find here on earth, but in the next passage, um, I have Luke 17, 1 through 4. You guys are so quiet. <laughs> Listening intently. Um, uh, not seven, one through four, but seventeen twenty. Being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered to them, "The kingdom of God is not coming in a way that can be observed. Nor will they, nor will they say, Look here, it is there. For behold, the kingdom of God is in the midst of you. We are right now." In the king, not right now physically, but amongst each other, we're building the kingdom of God. And in a way, that is us being in the kingdom of God right now. No? Yes? I hope, I hope that was okay. <laughs> um, going... Oh man, it's only 1036. <laughs> You're doing good. Yes, you are doing wonderful. Um, going back to um, then help them one day at a time find the heaven that we not cannot find here on earth. We're playing Marco Polo with God, calling out to him every day when we pray to him. And he's like, I'm over here. Come, come over here. And then Marco Polo, we all know what Marco Polo is. Um, the only way to do, to do that is every day, enthusiasm and helping others. Find that enthusiasm for God. Um, only way to do that, to help others, is to forgive those who sin against us. Don't forget it. It says in Matthew 7, um, Matthew 7 is the worst everybody uses. Judge not that you not be judged. For those that judgment... For, though, for who the judgment you pronounce will be judged with the measure that you used to the measure you used, it will be measured to you. This is not saying don't judge. This is saying use your own use the measure of judgment that you should that you apply to yourself. If you're a sinner, you're a sinner. Your, your sin is just as dirty as theirs. Your, your speck in your eye is a log. That's what it says. Um, so when, when you... Everybody always turns that verse into a don't, don't sin. But it's really, if you go on further, why do you see the speck in your brother's eye but do not notice the log that 
is in your own eye? Or how can you say that to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when there is a log in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Um, I don't know why people turn that into a don't judge. You're allowed to judge, just don't judge harsher than you would want to be judged. Your brother, your, your, the lady in the mall, or the, the guy in the mall holding his, his or her boyfriend's hand, his boyfriend's hand, his boyfriend's hand, you're looking at them and you're saying, that's disgusting, that's sinning, that's bad. When I think Jesus would walk up to them and give them a hug and tell them, it's okay, brother. I think it's still a sin, but you just lied. You're lying and them being homosexual is your lie in God's eye is a sin just the same as the homosexual's sin. So love on them. Don't. Don't treat them bad. They have to want to come to church, and if you're giving them dirty looks, and if I'm giving them dirty looks, and I don't think they want to come to church, you know? Um, that's one thing that a lot, of, uh, a lot of people around today are saying about Christians. Hypocrites, holier-than-thou, judgmental, greedy, fakers. The best way to counter that is to not be those things. The best way to counter that is to um, turn that into um, wow, they're, how, they, they're not. They're not. If somebody says that the pastor with the $150 million church on the hill Driving a Tesla Model S is greedy. Well, it kind of looks greedy to me. I'm not going to lie. I don't, I don't have a Tesla. I don't have a $150 million church. Looks greedy. The best way to counter that is not, not, not have the beautiful church, but to use that money that is coming to you in a healthier way. Not... Healthier doesn't sound like the right word. Yeah, a healthier way. Turn that money into a, a meal rather than... <laughs> a Tesla, yeah. Um, remember those What Would Jesus Do bracelets? Um, uh, the, here's something I remember growing up here in Smokey the Bear what, what, only you can prevent wildfires every day you have to prevent the wildfire of a person hearing you and thinking that you're a greedy Christian or a, a, a hypocrite 
or any of those negatives that people are portraying Christians as right now. Every day you have to take that into your own hands. And every day you have to turn that preventing wildfires. Because one person says, I have a Christian friend and they said this. Well now that, that they said this turns into a wildfire of negativity towards Christianity. Um, I said earlier that I, work, I show up at work at 4 a.m. Um, excuse me. Um, it's not easy, but every day I wake up and my wife has music playing, the, the Christian pen, uh, Spotify playing in the, in the living room, and I can't do anything but be happy when I hear song Red Letters come on. You know, I, I wake up in the morning and, oh gosh, it's freaking three o'clock in the morning. Why? Oh, oh that's a good song. Hey. Wow, she's out there cooking breakfast for me. I love her so much. And so, like, um, just that one, oh man, that song's playing is in, not, not everybody, she doesn't get to wake up to that song, because I'm not going to wake up 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I, I will do it for her, but. Very challenging, um, but it, to turn that everyday thing to to be turning your faith into an everyday thing. Um, cool. Um, we're good. <laughs> okay. right. Turn your face into an everyday thing and, and you will rise up. There's number eight on Pastor Chris's seven, day, seven thing. Um, let's pray. Let's pray, pray us out. Uh, we're out of here really early. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Um, Thank you, God, for this message. I, I don't know how I came up with it. I had saw you. Um, give us all the enthusiasm to live in your word, to live through you, and to live the life that you want us to live. We greatly appreciate every day that you have for us, even the challenging ones, especially the challenging ones. We look at them and we say, good. Um, thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen.